0: Welcome to Weekly Trash, the safe place to cleanse your mind, body, and soul of all that trash you consume this week, so you can consume some more tomorrow. I'm your host Josie Van Dyke, and welcome to today's solo episode. How are you? My head is pounding. I am having the worst headache I've ever had in my life. Um, actually, that's not true. It's not like the worst I've had in my life, but it's one of those headaches where you have to like close your eyes sometimes because it hurts so bad. And I don't know what it is, um, but I thought I was pregnant. So let's just get right into personal trash, shall we? Personal Trash is brought to you by Spearmint Love. Spearmint Love is an online baby and kids store with everything you could think of between footies, rompers, knit hats, pacifiers, graphic tees, bows, toys, literally every baby essential. It's my go-to website for ordering cute matching outfits though for my kiddos because they have the funnest prints ever. But they also have classic basics like their best-selling organic waffle collection that is so cozy and so functional. They really do have what you want and what you need, honestly. They sent me some matching neutral checkered PJs for my kids, and I was obsessed because checkered is everything. And then they also sent me some golf-themed jammies for Brooks. Like, that is a want and a need. They're so freaking cute. Whatever your style is, they have it. And if you guys are looking to get some cute Valentine's outfits, Christmas outfits, anything holiday-themed, Spearmint Love is the place to go and they are giving trashers an exclusive discount that I'm only going to offer for podcast listeners. And that is weekly trash for 25% off site wide. Again, this is only for podcast listeners. I'm not sharing this with anyone else on any other platform. So head on over to spearmintlove.com and browse the over hundreds of brands that they have on site. All different price ranges and added bonus. They have extremely fast shipping. So again, spearmintlove.com use code weekly trash for 25% off. And thank you spearmintlove for sponsoring today's episode. Been so tired, so tired, like, and I know that I'm really tired because I have a seven month old and I don't sleep. Like guys, I'm literally podcasting with my eyes closed right now because I'm tired and my head hurts, but I love you guys. And I needed to chat. And take trash out, obviously, but I have been so tired. And to the point where like I just I can't even get up and do things. I'm so tired. And I've also been like ravenous, like so hungry. Like I just want to eat everything in front of me, which isn't normal, especially since I'm on trazepatide. So those two things have always meant that I've been pregnant. Every time I have found out I'm pregnant, it's because I've been so tired, so hungry and I've had headaches. So my period's never normal. Like I have the most unregular period. So I always think I'm pregnant. Like Caleb always is like, you're not pregnant. Like the only way I could be pregnant is from one time when we had sex and we didn't use protection because I was on my period. And I was like, it's fine. Like it's fine. we don't need protection because I'm on my period. So if I am pregnant, this baby is absolutely meant to be here, but I would shit myself. Anyways, I go to the grocery store today. I get a pregnancy test. Obviously, it was negative. That's why I'm telling you all. Um, But I thought I saw the faintest line. Like I thought for sure there was a faint line. But I think my head is playing tricks on me because there isn't a faint line. Like I took a picture of it and looked at the picture of it and there's no faint line. So I am 99% sure I am not pregnant. But of course, I will be taking another one tomorrow morning because I am paranoid and my period hasn't started and I've been like cramping and bloating. I've been cramping and bloating. I've been cramping and I've been bloated. So something is happening. Either my period's going to start or I have a baby inside me, which babies are a blessing. I would be so happy to have another chubby chubby in my life, but definitely wasn't planning on it. What would not have been planned? I keep going back and forth. If we want another kid, I really can't decide. I like do the pros and cons. And I feel like nobody ever regrets having another kid, but a lot of people regret not having another kid. And that's the one thing that I keep remembering every time I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Because I really don't want to be pregnant again. I hate pregnancy. I'm always so sick. I can't handle the physical changes. Like I, doesn't matter how I eat. Doesn't matter if I work out. Doesn't matter what I do. I gain a hundred pounds. I look completely different. My mental health tanks, and I'm just miserable. And then usually I'm sick too. And the thought of doing all of that with three kids sounds horrible. And also I want to be a mom that can like be at everything and be really hands-on. And I'm already so bad at that. Like today I ran into Bentley's old preschool teacher at the gym and she's like, Oh, have you registered Brooks for preschool? And I was like, "Uh, um, no, actually. She's like, Oh, it's full. Like you need to do, that. And I'm like, I am so out of the loop. Like I am not as hands-on as I wish I was because I'm just a mess. I'm a mess. And the thought of adding one more kid to that mess is terrifying. But then again, I remember that no one really regrets having another kid. Like I've never heard anybody say, oh, I really wish I wouldn't have had Sarah. You know, like no one, no one says that. It's like, oh, we're so glad Sarah came into our life. Sorry if your name is Sarah. That's just the name that came up to me. I'm not naming my kid Sarah. But I, I don't know. I do not know. And I actually had told a friend at the gym. I was like, yeah, no, I'm totally having a fourth. And then I went and looked at pictures of me pregnant and had an anxiety attack. And I was like, nope, just kidding. Never mind. I'm scheduling Caleb's vasectomy. Like I am so back and forth. It's not even funny. And so I really don't know. So it's almost like I kind of need God to like play a trick on me and just like virgin marry me and get me pregnant because I don't know. I don't know. But if I got pregnant, like I would push through and I'd probably be like, fine. <laughs> Keyword, probably. Um, but I don't know. I don't know, you guys. I don't know. I don't know. So that's my trash of today is I thought I was pregnant. So I will keep you all on the loop. But again, 99% sure I'm not pregnant. And if I am pregnant, you guys will be the first to know just like last time. So like, subscribe, <laughs> leave a comment. Um, but let's go back to when I last talked to you guys was when Haley was on the podcast. Love her. She's like the sweetest person ever. I always, it's funny because you can always tell when I have like, not a goody good, but just like a pure soul on the podcast because there are no F words. There is no little E next to the title. It's not explicit. It is pure. And that's how it was with Haley. And I love her. And she just has this bubbly light to her and she's just so genuine And it's so cool sitting next to people that I followed for so long and you feel like you know them through their Instagram because of how they portray themselves. And then when they sit down and you realize like they really are that kind of person, they're not just acting one way on social media is so refreshing because I feel like it's really easy for people to put a facade or act a certain way on social media when in real life, they're not that way. And so I just love that Haley is so true to herself and the person you see online is the same person that you'll meet. And I just love her. So Haley was on and then I had my mom's birthday celebration. Her birthday was on Friday and we went on Saturday. We went to Fika, my favorite place ever. Like I'm not, this is not sponsored. I love Fika. If you live by Fika in Riverton or Fika in Pleasant Grove, what are you doing? You have to go. It is, it's better than sex. Like I told my mom, that cause we could only get a 30 minute done because there was three of us and they didn't have enough time for an hour. So they did 30 minutes. I told my mom, if it would have been an hour long, I would have had an orgasm. Like it was so amazing. So peaceful. The girl I had this time wasn't a student. So it was superb, even though the student did a great job, but you can always tell when someone's a student and they're not as like confident and they're a little nervous. This lady was not nervous. This lady went hard. She killed it. I felt like I was in a dream. It was beautiful, amazing, relaxing, all the things you guys need to go. It's basically a foot massage, but then they also do like your back and your neck and your scalp and then it's your hands. And it's like the best parts of a massage, but it's better because you don't have to like get naked. And like, I feel like sometimes massages hurt. This doesn't hurt at all. This is just pure relaxation. And I highly recommend getting the heated uh, eye mask. It makes the, the whole thing 10 out of 10. It's so good. So Fika, if you're listening, if you want to sponsor, like just know, I genuinely am obsessed. So yeah, did that. Then we went and did some shopping and I let my mom pick out stuff she wanted. I bought it for her. everyone's wanting to know, did I buy her a Louis Vuitton bag? Because in the video, there was her with a Louis Vuitton bag. Yes, I did buy her that Louis Vuitton bag. But that Louis Vuitton bag is not a real Louis Vuitton bag. Um, I decided to give her the money instead because there are so many other things that are probably more important to buy in this economic situation that we find ourselves in. Like I said, my mom's a teacher. So, you know, I didn't know if she wanted to use the money to get new washer and dryer, a fridge. Um, I don't like, I don't know. There's so many other good things and probably more important things that money could go to than just one purse that, you know, costs a lot of money. Okay. Like a lot of money. Like it just, it just didn't seem like the right gift at the right time. So I gave her money so she can decide what she wants to do with it. If she wants to get a purse with it, great. Uh, but I did get her a fake purse. So that purse you saw is, it is a purse I bought, but it's not real. Um, it's a really good knockoff though. It's a really, really good knockoff, but that stays between us because nobody needs to know it's fake. Okay, you guys be homies, be homies for her. Um, But I love my mom. You guys are all obsessed with her. It was making her day of all the DMs saying how hot she was because my mom is like me in the sense that she thinks she's ugly, fat and dumb and she's none of those things just like how I am none of those things. But it just like, you know, that generation trauma gets passed down and passed down. And so we both struggle. And it was so fun to read her, your guys' DMs and like show her like, mom, you're hot. You're a MILF. Like, come on. So she was loving it. Everyone was like, there's no way she's 55. She is 55. I hope I look like that when I'm 55. Everyone wants to know her secrets. It's Botox. So (laughs) yeah, that and that Latina blood. I, what can I say? Latins, we just age well. So very, very much looking forward to when I'm 55 and I look like that. But she was saying when we were having lunch, she was like, aging sucks because she's like watching her parents get older, my grandparents. And just, it's no fun to see people you love, like not be able to do things that they used to be able to do. And I look at my mom and she's like full of life and she's just so bright and bubbly. And the thought of her not being that way makes me really sad. And Aging just kind of sucks. But of course I had to be like, no mom, aging's great because then like you're one step closer to seeing Jesus. <laughs> I was trying to lighten up the mood a little bit. But um I do think the older you get, the more depressing birthdays get. But she had a good birthday. She said it was like the best day ever because we just spoiled her rotten. Me and my sister bought her all this stuff and bought her lunch. And honestly, the fika massage was like the highlight. And just getting to be with her was fun. I just have the one sister. So it's us three. And it was a really, really fun time. And I'm I'm glad I got to spend that time with my mother and my sister. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a goal of mine to buy her a Louis Vuitton bag and to take her and surprise her. So don't tell her. Let's try to keep it a secret that one day I will do that for her. She has no choice but to accept it. Because I know it would be really hard for her to accept it. I think she would be like, no, no. Cause even when I gave her the money, she's like, no, Josie, no, no, no. And I'm like, no mom, just let me. So one of these days I will force her to let me surprise her and get her a Louis Vuitton bag. Um, but not this birthday, maybe the 60th, who knows five more years. Just kidding. Hopefully next year, hopefully next year I can do that for her. Um, I have some exciting news though. Today you're listening to it. You're listening to this. It's a Tuesday. I'm going to be on channel two, fresh living at one o'clock And I don't know if I should be nervous, but I'm not nervous at all. I'm super excited. I'm actually getting glam done in the morning, you guys, because I don't know how to do my makeup. I do like four things and it's fine when it's podcasting in real life, but television is like a whole other game. And I wanted to look hot because television, come on. So I'm having glam done in the morning, super freaking excited, and then going to do their podcast and then I'm going to do their TV show. So look out for me on channel two at one o'clock. Um, but we need to talk about the elephant in the room, which is Jana freaking Kramer. Okay. If you follow me on Instagram, then you saw what I'm about to tell you. I'm going to Nashville for Morgan Wallen and it's not till May. And I'm going with my hair girl and all of her friends. So I don't know. I only know two of the girls in the group. And my friend or my hair girl, who's also my friend, Emily, she was like, you should try to podcast with somebody while you're down there. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's kind of a good idea. So I just put a question box asking who you guys think I should try to podcast with while I'm in Nashville. And I was reposting some of the submissions that I got and I was tagging them. And I didn't really think anything of it. I heard back from two people that I'm super excited about that I'm not sharing with you guys because it's a surprise. Um, but they messaged back and I was super excited and I was like, cool, this is gonna be so fun. I go to sleep. I wake up and I'm already like excited because I got these two guests. Go to sleep. I wake up. Jana fucking Kramer reposts my story of me saying I would love to have her on the podcast because I'm a One Tree Hill stan and I loved her song. I got the class Ring." you okay that was so bad let me redo that i got the class ring you got the diamond and wedding band i got the boy and she got the man i got the boy and she got the man yeah, you're welcome. So that song is one of my favorites. And same with, why you wanna show up in a old t-shirt that I love? Why you gotta tell me that I'm looking good? Don't know what you were thinking, you were doing. Moving in for a hug like you don't know I'm coming undone. Why you gotta, why you wanna make me keep wanting you? So yeah, um, I'm a fan. Okay. If that doesn't show you that I'm a fan, I'm a fan of Jana Kramer. I've also listened to her podcast before. I listened to it religiously when it was her and her ex-husband. And then I slowly started to fade off. But like, I'm a huge fan, huge fan of Jana Kramer. She responds and says, I'm down. What? What? Like she is a celebrity. What? You guys, I about shit myself. I was at a stop sign. And I had just taken Bentley to school. I'm at a stop sign. I pull out my phone because I'm addicted to my phone. So obviously, I pull out my phone at a stop sign, and I have a notification from Instagram saying Jana Kramer reposted. And I, I like I said, I almost died. Um, almost ran a red light because I almost put my foot on the gas because I was in shock. And yeah, so I, I DM her and I'm like, Jana, you just gave me a heart attack. Um, I would love to have you on. And so I guess I'm just going to spill, spill the juice here. Janet Kramer's coming on the podcast, you guys. What? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, I can't believe it either. I cannot. I cannot. And I seen on the cake. She invited me to be on her podcast. What? Thank you. Thank you. No, no, no. Please stop. Oh no. Oh my gosh. You guys. Okay. No, but seriously, what is life? What is happening? I don't freaking know. I'm going to meet Jana Kramer. We are going to be friends. She has no choice, but to be my friend. And it's going to be like the best trip of my life. Carly's coming with me to film. So we're going to do Jana first, and then we're going to do the two others the remaining time of the trip, but I'm not going to tell you the two others. You'll have to wait. That's a surprise. Uh, But yeah, Jana Kramer, get ready. May 2nd is when the episode will release. Hopefully, everything works out and it doesn't end up not happening. So I'm putting it out in the universe. That way, it has to happen because I am more excited about podcasting with her than seeing Morgan Wallen, like a thousand percent. I love her. So, so excited, so honored that she would even want me on her podcast. And just overall screaming, crying, throwing up. So excited. Like, so excited, you guys. Like, I can't sleep at night because I'm so excited. And it's not even close. It's in May. So that's cool for me. I'm just not going to be able to relax for the next, let's say, February, March, April. Like, three and a half months. So. But is that not so freaking excited? Like, and the way that you guys were all excited for me when she reposted it just brought me to tears. I was so emotional that day because... We did this. Like, I know that so many of you DM'd her and were like, you should go on weekly trash, weekly trash, weekly trash. And that's how she saw it in the first place. And so it was a team effort. And I just love you all so much. And I'm gonna take you along for the ride. I'm gonna try to get as much content as I can. And it's gonna be so much fun. It's gonna be so much fun. Me and Carly are like shitting ourselves. I FaceTimed her and I was like, Carly, what what is life? Like, what is life? What is life? And we're just so freaking excited. And I'm just so grateful that I have such a supportive, supportive video girl that is willing to pay for her own flight <laughs> to come with me because... Nashville's expensive, you guys. I'm like, okay, we need car rental, we need hotels. Plus, I'm going to Morgan Wallen. And this was all just like spur of the moment. So I was like, Carly, like, I love you. Like, can you pay for your ticket? And she was like, absolutely. So, Carly, you are not only my homegirl, video girl, you're my best friend. I freaking love you. So, we're going to Nashville. Cannot wait. That's like the most exciting thing of my week by far. Like, there's nothing, nothing will top that. I don't know how I peak, I don't know what I do from here. Um, cause yeah, Jana freaking Kramer, Jana fucking Kramer. Let's be real, I'm dying. Um, so yeah, that's that's like the most important thing on my mind, and it's it's crazy too because my last season of or my last month of season two is May. So, cause I take the summers off, June, July, and August are my breaks. Season three will start back up the last week of August. So I'm like going out with a bang, I'm going out with a bang and couldn't be more grateful, thrilled, excited, all the things. Uh, last thing on personal trash that happened today, that's just kind of silly, funny, goofy is if you remember back when I got my car for the first time, I got stuck in a car wash because I didn't know how to work my car because the Defender has like an automatic hold on it. And so when you get into the car wash, if you don't turn the hold off, You break the car wash, basically. And I didn't know that. So I pull up into the car wash, literally had had the car for two days. I'm stuck in the car wash. Thank goodness nobody was behind me. I was able to back up, call my Land Rover dealership guy. And I was like, yo, um, how do I do? How do I go into a car wash? And he then explained, Bronson, shout out to you, explained that I need to take the hold off my car. So today I'm at the car wash. I'm a veteran at this point, veteran defender, car wash girly. And I pull into my car wash line. There's a huge line. And there just happens to be a defender in front of me, brand new, like they didn't have a license plate yet. It's so a brand new defender. And I was like, cute, 20s. And they're going through the car wash. They're in front of me. And what happens? They get stuck. They get stuck. The car wash breaks. They have to turn the car wash off. The guy's driving. And he doesn't know what's going on. So as the good Samaritan that I am, I get out of my car and I'm like, it's okay. I've been here. Let me teach you how to put your defender through the car wash. And I just felt so heroic because <laughs> nobody knew how to work the car except for me. And it was one of those times where I'm like, wow, this is really cool that I know something that nobody else does. I get to teach someone something because that's not often. Usually I don't know anything. Usually people are teaching me stuff because I'm the dumb dumb. So I got out of my car and I was like, oh my gosh you have a defender. Same, same. Um, Is your hold on? And he's like, what? And I'm like, is your hold on? I'm like, go to your settings, press that button. Oh, yep. There you go. And he was able to go through the car wash and it was just, I don't know, made me feel really cool. So that's trash that happened literally two hours ago. And now it's time for pop culture, TikTok trash. Pop culture and TikTok trash is brought to you by Road to Baby. Did you know 1 in 8 people in the U.S. alone struggle with infertility and have difficulties growing their family? The team at Road to Baby understand the pain and frustration that can come with infertility, and they are here to help you navigate that often bumpy road to parenthood. Road to Baby is a surrogacy, egg, and sperm donation agency based out of San Diego, California, who connects those in need with surrogates, egg donors, and sperm donors to help them grow their families. Road to Baby believes in fairly compensating those who make these dreams of parenthood come true. First-time surrogates working with Road to Baby receive a minimum of $56,000 for their incredible dedication. Egg donors are generously compensated at $10,000 per donation, and sperm donors earn $5,000 for their first donation. If you have ever considered becoming a surrogate, egg donor, or sperm donor yourself, we encourage you to reach out to Road to Baby. You have the power to change lives and make parenthood dreams come true. And wait, there's more. If surrogacy, egg, or sperm donation isn't for you, but you know someone who might be a perfect fit, you can earn $1,000 in referrals for egg and sperm donors and $6,000 or more for a surrogate referral. So if you or someone you know is struggling with infertility, remember that you are not alone. The experts at Road to Baby are there to help you navigate this often path to parenthood that can be so challenging. Their experience and guidance can make all the difference in your journey. Road to Baby exists to help grow families, create life-lasting connections, and make dreams a reality. If you're ready to take that next step or just curious to learn more about the process, schedule a free consultation with Road to Baby and visit www.roadtobaby.com. Which I gotta be honest, pop culture's been kind of lame. I haven't really seen anything worth chatting about or worth consuming. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City part two is tomorrow. I guess tonight, if you're listening on Tuesday. Um, which you are, because this doesn't come out till midnight. I need to really stop doing that because that's annoying. Um, but yeah. I'm excited for that. The part one, of course, they're gonna make us wait till the part three to get all the Monica stuff. But it seems like they're being much more cordial with her than I thought. You can tell that Heather just like despises Monica, which she kind of has to for her brand. I mean, the Internet is eating Heather up. They are obsessed. Receipts, proof, timeline, everything like freaking the congressmen are using this line. So she has to now really hold her own in the fact that she hates Monica and Monica is the bad guy. So Heather was the only one that I was getting the vibes of like Monica shouldn't be here. Everyone else seemed to be like decently cordial. I felt like, but again, we didn't really get any big stuff. I mean, obviously Angie, Angie hates Monica. Monica hates Angie. Um, but I feel like the big dogs, the OGs, the ones that were in the, the scene at the beach, Whitney, Heather, Lisa, Meredith, they're the ones that I really am trying to See how they feel about Monica, and so far I feel like it's pretty cordial. Again, except for Heather. Heather looks like she despises her. So we're I'm excited for that tonight, and then other pop culture things. Really, there's nothing. It, it, I feel like I'm just so out of the loop with pop culture because it's all like the award show stuff, and I don't really watch the award shows because I rather not. But everyone's talking about Saltburn, the movie. It's basically, like, porn, I've heard. <laughs> Gay porn. Um, they, I guess I don't show anything, but, like, they have sex with, like, the ground. And he, like, slurps up semen and, like, all this stuff. And apparently it's super, super, like, disturbing. Um, I don't really care to watch it. But I feel like I should just so I can be, like, caught up in, like, part of, you know, what everyone's talking about. But it doesn't really seem like something I, I care to watch but I don't know. Maybe I'll watch it. If you have seen it, DM me and tell me if you think I should watch it or if like, I'll be fine to like skip it because it is the talk of the town right now. Talk of the town, but I guess it, it's not really gay porn because I don't think they show any penises, which can we talk about how like unfair that is because they show women's naked bodies all the time, all the time. They never show a penis. They never show a penis. They showed a penis in anyone but you, but it was like a squished penis and you saw the tip. Like, ew. No. They never sexualize penises. They sexualize women all the time, but they never sexualize men. Why is that? Why is that? If you saw the movie and they actually did sexualize men, please correct me. But why is that? That's annoying. It's really annoying. So that's pop culture. TikTok... You guys, my TikTok has been my best friend. I am so addicted. It's not even funny. Speaking of how are our New Year's goals going? Because my New Year goals were to not be so addicted to TikTok. And yet here I am. All I did this week was scroll TikTok. I have so many abandoned houses, mansions, hospital places, videos on my For You page. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. It is so fascinating to me. The most recent one was this like mansion where these Egyptians, I guess they were Egyptians that lived there, and they just had to like escape. And their BMWs are still in the garage and they're like have dust all over them. They're like rotting. If you go into like the bedrooms, like the kids' clothes are in there. The wife's like Louboutins are in there. Like it's crazy. And I'm like, hey, first of all, how is nobody stealing this stuff because there are people out there that would break into these homes and steal the stuff so the fact that it's just like sitting there what it's crazy if anybody else has an obsession with abandoned things can we start a group where we go and travel and go to these abandoned places i know it's so sketchy and so illegal but i'm so fascinated i'm so fascinated if there's like a tour group where you can like purchase to go and go through abandoned places with like a professional i want to be i want to be there i want to go it looks so fun and not like the creepy scary ones because there's ones where like they go through like haunted psych wards. Not my vibe. Like I don't want to go through a creepy hospital where like people were tortured. I want to go through like the mansions and the the abandoned trailer parks and amusement parks, but not the creepy hospitals. I could do without that, but I'm obsessed with abandoned things. Uh, second thing on my for you page is Christian Walker do you guys follow Christian Walker he is hilarious he's my favorite I think a lot of people find him polarizing because like political views but let's like push that behind okay because people are more than their political views okay you guys move on get over it he is so funny I love him he has been posting so many things lately about just like how women are straight goddesses and how we deserve to be treated like queens and that men are garbage and I appreciate it I really do the most recent one I saw was he was talking about this interview where this guy in the street gets asked if he prefers a stay-at-home mom or a woman who brings money to the table. And the guy is like, oh, let me, let me tell you. And he like calls his wife over and his wife comes over and she's like, oh, stay-at-home mom. Like those are my kids over there. And the, the husband is like looking at her with like endearment, like just like obsessed with her. And he's like, masculinity needs to be earned. Femininity has to be protected obsessed. What a king. Like I've never heard a truer statement. Like he's like, no, if you want to be a man, you have to earn that. And you need to protect your woman. And like her femininity is so important. Like let her be that. Like just be grateful that she even is wants to be with you because there are so many men out there that truly don't care. And they're just like, what does she bring to the table? What does she bring to the table? She brings herself. She brings herself to the table. Okay. And if you have a husband or a spouse or a a boyfriend that doesn't think that you are great, whether you bring money home or not, send him my way and I'm going to whip his butt. I'm going to whip his butt because I've been there. I have felt that. I have felt like I wasn't equal to my husband. I have felt that like, oh, I'm not bringing anything to the table. So like I suck. I have felt that before. And that was like a big problem in our marriage. If you listen to our episode where we, I had Caleb on, it was during my maternity leave. Um, and we talked about like our like hard parts of marriage. And a lot of it was because like Caleb was so obsessed with working and I just felt like a, like a not type top priority. And I just felt bad because I wasn't bringing anything to the table. And it was like, Oh, well, Caleb makes a lot of money. So like, I'll just accept that he's not really a good husband. And I now am like on the other side of that, obviously. And I am so, so grateful. And my eyes have just like opened up so much to how women are queens. We're queens. And if your husband doesn't treat you like a queen, like don't get me wrong, men are stupid. Like sometimes your husband, he's not going to treat you like a queen because he's dumb. But if they are at least trying, if they're trying, that's great. Okay. Because you are a queen. If you're listening to this right now, you deserve somebody who is going to love you and accept you whether or not you're bringing him a paycheck. Okay. And first of all, being a stay-at-home mom is a job. Let's get that very clear here. If you weren't a stay-at-home mom, you'd have to then pay somebody to take care of your children, which then that is a job, right? And being a nanny is a job. So being a mom is a job. Um, and if you are a woman that goes out and works, your husband shouldn't just love you because you go out and work. Okay your husband should love you because you're beautiful and kind and smart and he gets to be with you. Like, what are men missing? What are they missing? So if you don't follow Christian Walker, I highly recommend watching his most recent videos because they just empower you. They empower you to be the boss ass bitch woman feminine goddess that you are. So love that. Uh, Last thing I saw on TikTok that I guess is kind of pop culture trash is Jessica Simpson did a um, ad for chicken of the sea, which if you watched her show when she was married to Nick Lachey, she thought tuna was chicken. She was like chicken of the sea. So it's like chicken, like, or is it tuna? And it's iconic. I can't believe it's taken this long for chicken of the sea to reach out to her for her to do some sort of commercial. I'm actually so curious how much they paid her for that because it was so good. And her daughter was in the, the ad with her, Chicken of the Sea, I'm going to look up how much she made, though. Let's see. It doesn't say. Chicken of the Sea, Jessica Simpson. How much did it cost? How much? Okay, let's look it up this way. How much did Chicken of the Sea pay Jessica Simpson. Oh, it doesn't say. That's too bad. I'm so curious, though. I'm so curious. Um, But yeah, super iconic. If you haven't seen the commercial, look it up. Her and her daughter are sitting on the couch and she's eating chicken of the sea. And her mom's like, yeah, it's tuna. It's not chicken. And her daughter's like, who would ever think that? <laughs> and it's just so iconic. And I'm obsessed. So that is the end of pop culture and TikTok trash, kind of a quickie. But now it's time for your favorite part, Trashers Trash. Trashers Trash is brought to you by Dime Beauty. Dime's mission is to create luxurious skincare and beauty products that are clean, effective, and affordable. They have everything you need to give yourself glowing, clear, healthy skin. I have used Dime for over five years and I always get compliments on my skin. And every time I tell people it's Dime and they look it up and see the prices, they're shocked because it's not a trillion dollars. It's affordable and it's clean and we love it. I recently just went on my little girl's trip And all my products were Dime with some other little ones thrown in there. But 90% of what I use on my face is Dime Beauty. I'm not just saying that. It is true. I'm obsessed. I love it. I also love, love, love their Wonder Screen. I put it on as a first step to my makeup routine because it gives my face like the prettiest hint of color and glow. And it's also sunscreen, which is amazing because nobody wants wrinkles. So try one of the amazing Dime products today by going to DimeBeautyCo.com and use code WEEKLYTRASH20 for an exclusive 20% off. So. Let's get right into it with Trasher's Trash number one. I want to be someone who loves working out, but I dread it so much. After I feel great, but before and during, I hate it. Do you take a pre-workout? I highly recommend taking a pre-workout, bucked up, weekly trash 20, but for reals. Try a pre-workout. I feel like once you get in a routine of like sipping on something or drinking something, on your way to your workout, that's like fun because people love drinks. Girls love drinks. You get a yummy drink and then you get to your actual workout and the pre-workout starts kicking and you get that adrenaline and you start getting that energy and then you like feel pumped up. So if you're not taking a pre-workout, I highly recommend, and I highly recommend Bucked Up because I love, but any pre-workout would do, but I really think that would help, help your situation. I always wanted four kids. Now that I'm pregnant, I want one, LOL. Mostly because I don't want to be pregnant ever again. Haha, <laughs> please tell me I'll change my mind. I am living proof that you will change your mind. Don't worry, you will change your mind. Why do so many horrible people have so many kids that end up on the streets, foster homes, etc.? but some of the best people can't have kids? It baffles me and I will for sure be asking God one day. Same. My number one question when I die is why do drug addicts get pregnant? And people who are desperately trying to get pregnant cannot. People who spend hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars on IVF cannot. But then this drug addict can get pregnant, or this 16 year old girl who had sex one time can get pregnant. Like, I do not understand. I don't understand. And it's not fair and it doesn't make sense. And I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Another question I have is why do babies get sick, like die of cancer? That's the other question I'm gonna ask God not cool. I don't like it. It makes me sad. And I feel like it should be illegal. So those are some questions we can ask him. I am on a Colorado ski trip with my boyfriend's bougie family. They live out of state. And last time they came to park city, they spent at least $8,000 on food for the week when they were here. It low key makes me feel uncomfortable because I grew up very poor, but also loved the bougie lifestyle. IDK what to do. I'll tell you what to do stop bitching and enjoy it, girl. Bougie lifestyle. You're getting a free bougie lifestyle. Suck it up. Buttercup, you are living the dream. Enjoy it. Love on it. Make sure you're grateful. Say thank you. But like, don't, don't miss this opportunity. Whether you're going to marry this guy or not, like have a good time, live it up. They want to spend a grand on food, order the best food. They obviously don't care. Have a great time. Have the best time. And then, if you want to feel bad about it later, that's fine. But live it up. Live it up. Okay? Okay. So, my bestie's mom has been cheating on her dad. My friend had no clue, but for some reason, her mom tells me all about where they do it and how they do it. And I finally told the husband. He never told her it was me that told him. She's still being sneaky and telling me everything. What do I do? Okay. Sounds like you have a very weird relationship with your friend's parents because you told the husband before you told your best friend. Interesting. Very interesting. I would have told the best friend. This is not your circus, not your monkeys, not your circus. So let your best friend deal with this and be there for emotional support. But again, interesting that you would tell the husband, but your friend still doesn't know. Sounds interesting. Very interesting. Also, this woman sounds crazy if she's telling her daughter's best friend about her sex life with another man who isn't her husband. But I would tell your friend. Like I said, not your monkeys, not your circus. Married eight years, not once have I enjoyed sex. It leaves me feeling negative. Nothing feels good. I can orgasm, but it only ever lasts like a second and then goes away. My husband tries so hard to help me. I've been to therapy even and nothing has worked. I just always feel frustrated, sad, and negative. I'm so sorry. Um, I think my first question, have you tried the cock ring? Have you tried the cock ring? If you have, okay, moving on to the next question. Have you ever tried to masturbate alone? Like touch yourself without your husband there where you don't feel pressure, where you can just like, be in the zone because for women it is so mental. So those are my two questions for you. I am no sex es- expert. Um, I don't know everything. Maybe go to a sex therapist, not just like a therapist, but a sex therapist. Um, but there could also be like underlying issues. Like I don't want to get dark and negative here, but sometimes when people experience sexual trauma, when they were younger, whether it was literally as young as a toddler to 16 years old, they block that out, but their body still remembers. And maybe your body is remembering something that you can't remember. And that's why you feel so negative when you have sex. Again, that is like total speculation. Don't take that to heart, but maybe that's something to look into. I hope that's not the case for you because I hope nothing ever happened to you that deals with sexual trauma but that could be a factor. I know you said you went to therapy, but I don't know if maybe that was a topic of conversation that you guys discussed. Um, But that's a really hard thing to be going through because you want to enjoy sex. I will say I go through phases in my marriage where I like sex and I don't like sex. I know that you've been married for eight years and you've never liked it. So that's not normal. But if anyone listening feels like Something's wrong with them because they don't always want to have sex or they don't always have an orgasm. Nothing is wrong with you. That is completely normal. Um, try the libido pills that I linked in my last solo. But I'm super sorry. That sucks. My BF flipped out on me, and I considered couples therapy slash pre-marriage counseling. I feel it could be helpful, but he gets offended. Any tips? Was this wrong of me? Red flag red flag. If he can't even have a conversation about it, like obviously you wanted to do it for a reason, right? Obviously there's something in your relationship that isn't super stable that you felt the need to do therapy. And then for him to then not respect your feelings or even consider how you might feel and why you want to go to therapy shows that this isn't somebody that you can really work through like work through disagreements with in a long-term like marriage and maybe you've expressed that to him like I guess I would have to know like for further details like why you want to do couples therapy like maybe you just want to do it because it sounds fun <laughs> um it's not and if that's the case then like maybe that's why he's like no I don't want to do that that's stupid but if there is like a reason why you're wanting to do this which I would assume there is then he needs to be able to listen to you and hear you out or the relationship's never going to work in the long run, which I know that sucks to hear, especially if he's like the love of your life, but you need a partner. Like you need somebody who is willing to work with you and listen to your wants and your needs. And this doesn't really sound like he's doing that. So I'm sorry. Middle of the night, woke up in my hotel room to water pouring out of the ceiling onto me in my bed. Ew. It was spreading so fast, I thought the ceiling was going to collapse. Had to get out of there. It was a movie quality bad, and the hotel was gaslighting me, telling me it's a small plumbing issue. Um, This reminds me of when I went to Mexico. If you guys have been following me for a while, you know me and Caleb went on a baby moon to Mexico. I have a highlight bubble called Baby Moon on Instagram, but... We went to Mexico and this happened to us, but it wasn't over our bed. Thank goodness it was in our bathroom, but that's disgusting because you don't know where that water came from. That's gross. I hope you went full Karen on them. I hope you asked for a refund. No, I hope you demanded a refund. And then I hope that you got some sort of like credit for the hotel to like get other rooms. That is not acceptable. That is so bad, especially if it's the middle of the night and it woke you up. No, no. No. I would be so Karen. It's not even funny. I would be throwing hands. Okay. Not throwing hands, but verbally throwing hands. Um, I work from home full time with a six month old, no childcare. I cook, I clean, I do the laundry. I have no family close by and my husband is zero help. I'm drowning. I'm so sorry. I, I feel like obviously the obvious answer is, have you communicated this to your husband? And I have a feeling you probably have because men are kind of dumb. Um, you can't do it all. It's not possible for you to do it all without at some point breaking. And you deserve time to yourself or something to look forward to each day. Um, and I know that like it's not a luxury for a lot of people to be able to afford childcare or like the gym childcare or whatever it is um but your husband does he get free time because if he gets free time maybe you guys do a trade off where it's like okay monday nights you get to go do something with with your people or you get something to look forward to and I'll stay home with the kids tuesday night i get to go do something and you stay home and you clean and you do laundry wednesday night we do it together They're like make a schedule and just be like i can't do this all myself And I don't feel like ultimatums are like a good thing, but when you get to a breaking point, sometimes ultimatums have to happen where it's like, I need you to help me or like, I need to find someone else who will type of thing, because you can't do it all by yourself. You just can't, you need help and you need something for yourself. So try to communicate that to your husband and maybe like find a schedule where you guys can equally get time for yourselves while also helping each other because That's insane. That's so much on your plate. I'm so sorry. Okay, we'll do two more. Starting IVF for the fourth time next month, but my period also hasn't come yet this month. So I'm hoping that I'm pregnant, but more likely we're probably not since we're on year four of trying. I'm going to send all the baby vibes your way. I feel like I've heard that a lot often where people who are in the middle of IVF get pregnant naturally. I know it's so rare. But I'm hoping that happens for you. That would be incredible because I know IVF is so mentally hard and also so expensive, so expensive. So I'm praying that you are pregnant. And if you're not pregnant, I hope this round of IVF works for you. Okay, last one. My best friend is sleeping with her ex-boyfriend's best friend. It's taking everything in me not to say anything, respecting her wishes. Um... I don't think you have to say anything. It's her ex-boyfriend's best friend. It's her ex-boyfriend's. It's not her boyfriends. It's her ex-boyfriend's. They're obviously not together anymore. They're consenting adults. So if she wants to date his best friend, I don't feel like you need to be involved in that, that situation. Maybe there's more in the story. I don't know. But like, let them do their thing. It's her ex-boyfriend. Like they she's single. She can do whatever she wants. She can fuck whoever she wants. So if she wants to fuck her ex-boyfriend's best friend, who knows? Maybe they're soulmates, maybe they get married, maybe they have a million babies and live happily ever after. Like you don't know. So let them write it out. Let them write it out. And that's my advice. I don't know if it's good advice, but that is my advice. And that is Trasher's Trash. I love you all. I hope you have the best week. I will hear from you guys or you will hear from me on Thursday with Annabelle Mars. I'm so excited. I met her at a party probably two months ago. It was like a girls night party and I love her. She's so funny, so fun. And she's 21. I felt so old when she told me what year she graduated. Like I'm an old fart. Okay. I'm 28. I'm two years away from 30. I am seven years older than her. Yeah, that's math. Seven plus 21 is 28. What the hell? I'm so old. Anyways, I cannot wait. It's going to be so much fun. So many of you love her already. And I know that those who don't will love her after. So get ready for a great episode. Make sure to leave a five-star review. Tell me you love me because I love you. And don't forget to take out your trash. Bye.